is the reality. They are totally, absolutely corrupt. They're absolutely power mad, and they're lawless. They will use anything. Christopher Ray testifies yesterday. Yeah, we're going to get on that laptop from hell. He's had the laptop from hell since December of 2019. That's my point about half measures. When we take the House, investigations of Fauci, investigations of the laptop, investigations of the southern border, investigations, 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 accountability and criminal charges if need be. We have to fight fire with fire because, trust me, they're playing to win and we're not right now. We have to play to win. The country's in the balance. We will not bequeath a republic, a, a, a constitutional republic to our children if we don't. I think that, again, this is a time for people who love our country, love our representative democracy, uh, respect our Constitution, to take a breath, realize we've been through worse than this before, mm -hmm. and we will get this through this again. But when we get power back, it's time to hold everyone accountable. The military leadership, the civilian leadership, the civil surface, those in Congress who've abused their power, all of them have to be held accountable. All of them. It can't be this nice guy routine where justice, we're just, oh, let's be friends. Justice must be blind, and, and those who are reporting have to do so with as much truth as possible as well. And for us, for what they call a fragile democracy, raiding one of the homes of the former president and likely future opponent of this administration or this president. That's going to make things all hunky-dory? Yeah, it's sad, Laura. It, 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 the democracy is not in jeopardy. Their oligarchy is in jeopardy. And the reality is that they are tearing the Band-Aid off in a very distinct and clear way and showing not just the American people that has known this for quite some time as they've been called domestic terrorists for showing up at a, a school board meeting to, to protest what's going on in the schools, but they're now telling with clear and convincing evidence to a Republican political class that has been unwilling to fight back against this with the levers that they have. And I think this is a wake-up call for those in Congress to be able to use the tools at their disposal to defund the FBI, to ask the right questions, and to prepare for a church-style commission next year, if given a Republican majority, to dismantle the FBI into a thousand bits. Okay, I've got, uh, you. welcome back. It's uh, 9 August, year of our Lord, 2022, year in the war room. I got Mike Davis and uh, Matt Schlapp on deck, two heavy hitters. I want to go to Russ Vote, former head of OMB, Office of Management Budget, which is really the position right next to Chief of Staff that kind of organizes any administration. Russ, you threw down hard last night on Laura Ingram. <clears throat> I want to be specific. When you're talking about defunding, we're talking about walk people through what the power of OMB is, but most importantly, the power of the House to stop an administration from funding everything they want, particularly when they have a Gestapo-like FBI and a DOJ that's out of control. When you, you said last night to defund, walk us through your tactics and strategy for when we take the House. What is to be done, sir? Well, I want it to start this year. I want it to start in the minority when Republicans in the House and the Senate need to have Democrats need votes to get that through a United States Senate that has a filibuster. So the debate begins right here and right now about whether Republicans are going to stand up on behalf of their constituents and actually begin to not fund the FBI or to demand answers as part of that process while still in the minority that leads and builds to something next year. And so that is going to be done in the next several months. 
the fiscal year ends uh, in the fall, and there will be an opportunity when Republicans are going to vote for appropriations bills. Will they demand answers from the FBI and other of the national security deep state agencies about whether business is usual or whether business will change? And then I think it's vital next year that House Republicans put in place a church-style commission. They need to commit to it now when they do an agenda that they, with the House alone, can do this. We don't need the Senate. The Senate wants to come along, that's fine. But the House alone needs to commit to inv investigating to ensure that this weaponized deep state must be dismantled, and we know every extent to which they have been weaponized against the American people. I want there to be two years of these investigations so that we can run a presidential election on the notion of it was lock her up, now it's going to break them up, and we're going to return to self-rule and self-government in this great country. You have also the knowledge and the details. You could be an advisor to, to, to these committees. I just want to make sure I want to get the process right now, even before November. The appropriate is supposed to be all be done by September 30th. We know they're not going to do it. They're going to have these continued resolutions, all this madness. But your point right now for the United States Senate, since we have the filibuster, that you're saying they must demand investigations, hearings, all of that to get to the bottom of what's happened on this Mar-a-Lago and other situations of intimidation by the FBI and the Justice Department. Did I hear you clearly? You're saying start now with that? Start now. Start often in being able to ask those questions and connect it to the appropriations process. And, and this is something that applies not just to this issue. And Stephen Miller, my friend and, and colleague, has made this point as well. We cannot let Republicans go and put on auto and, and pass these at the end of the day. Uh, this is not something that should we should just lose an entire year and months of leverage points against the Biden administration. We need to put it, make it very clear that Republicans are not going to pass this year's fiscal appropriations until help is in the cavalry has arrived in November and in January, and so that Republicans can put their mark on these bills. That's why I believe the debate needs to start now, but we're actually going to have potentially power to get this done in January. And in January, you're saying both, it's a two-pronged approach then, it's both investigations, hearings, and also using the appropriations power when you actually have the gavel to choke the, to, to cut off the oxygen of money unless they fully cooperate in dismantling parts of these apparatuses that are used for political intimidation. Am I hearing you correctly on that? 100%. That's the plan. Okay. Russ Vogt, how do people uh, follow you on Twitter? How do they get, I want to, when the heat on this dies off, you know, I want to get you back on and go through the details because this needs steely resolve and we're going to need people that can actually do this. We need people that know the details, which you do. How do people right now uh, get to your site of this amazing think tank you have in addition, how do they follow you? Uh, because you come in a little hot on Twitter and get her. I want to make sure everybody follows you, particularly given this fight we've got right now. Thanks, Steve. They can get us at AmericaRenewing.com and at Russ Vote on all the channels. Russ, thank you very much for joining us. I look forward to having you back and go through the details of this, particularly when Thanks, Russ Steve. calls for a church-style commission. Uh, that's that's a uh, Senator Church back in the, uh, given the abuses of the FBI and the CIA for a couple of decades, uh, had to bring them to account back in the 70s. I want to go to Matt Schlapp. Matt, uh, you know it's pretty stunning to think how you guys at CPAC programmed CPAC where the media all melted down and then to have Mar-a-Lago happen. What happened at Mar-a-Lago, the raid yesterday, it's almost like 
it's so prescient. I mean, if you think about the speakers, think yep. about the keynotes, you think about the panels, you think about the discussion. It was virtually all about what happened yesterday. Walk us through that. How did how did how did how did you guys know at CPAC? I mean, it's it's pretty stunning. It's almost like you picked the weekend that the raid was going to happen because what happened, the jackbooted nature of this yesterday, was really foreshadowed by virtually every breakout session, every panel, every workshop, and every speaker. Matt Schlepp. Yeah, no, it's true, Steve, and it was the central theme of your remarks as well, which is we're in a very dangerous place. They talk about endangering the democracy. They don't care about democracy. They care about their authority and their political power. We're the ones who care about the republic. And Steve, I believe it's CPAC that triggered the raid. Yes, they've been going after Donald Trump, but they saw that man take that stage. He was very presidential. He was very graceful. He was hard hitting. It was a speech like I hadn't seen at CPAC before. I'm sure you were commenting on it. Mercy and I were sitting together and we're like, wow, this is a blockbuster speech. It just looks perfect. The weekend went just, it was pretty flawless, starting with Victor Orban, which they all melted down over. And he gave a speech they couldn't find really any fault with, uh, you know. And, and so, Steve, when Trump comes across in a way where he's threatening politically, threatening them politically, they're going to attack. We provoke them by giving Donald Trump that stage and letting him get all that positive media. That's what provoked him. And remember what Russ just said. They have a very short time to indict, sadly, maybe even to prosecute uh, Donald Trump, because when we get that power, I do think the Republicans have figured this out. We got to use every inch of that power. Shut down that government. Defund these agencies. Don't vote for anything that allows them to to continue to use this corruption to go after anyone that stands with Donald Trump, including the man himself. Are you confident that you've seen, I mean, McCarthy and people, I mean, it's coming in a little hot now. Matt Gates told us they're getting on a conference call here, I think, right now as a group. Are, are you confident uh, from what you've seen so far that, you, that you're seeing the steely resolve that Russ vote? Because no. what Russ votes talks about is not business as usual. What Russ vote is talking about is using the filibuster right now to stop the appropriations process until you get answers, until you get guys in front of hearings. And you had Ray just punch out in front of Grassley the other day. He said, I got to catch a plane. Was the private jet flying up to his house in the Adirondacks? So, so are you confident you're seeing that, uh, that, that not just unity, but steely resolve you need to, to execute and implement what Russ votes talking about? No, this is where I disagree with a lot of people I've watched uh, in the last 24 hours. I actually think our people do need to take to the streets. I think it was right to go to Mar-a-Lago last night. I think our people should get before the FBI. No violence. Don't break the law. Don't don't go after cops. But we've got a role to play. We've seeded the streets. We've seeded all these tactics to the left. Uh, they've got everybody scared sitting in their basements. Get out of your basement. That's why we had so many people at CPAC and, and you know, watch the conversation I had with Jim Jordan and watch Steve Bannon's speech. This is this is the playbook. Jim Jordan talked about how important that first budget is when we get power. And they all know that. The Democrats know that, which is why they're moving so quickly now to get Trump off the field and to get so many of us off the field. That first budget uh, deal after we win these majorities is critical. And so focus on these weak Republican sisters some of them are already out saying, well, we have to see, we have to learn more before we react. We don't have to learn anything. By the way, we all make mistakes, but
But let me tell you something. There's nothing that Donald Trump has done that warrants the raiding of his house and the, you know, the blowing up his, of his safe and all the theatrics. When you put it just uh, vis-a-vis Hunter Biden, the Clinton Foundation, Hillary and Bill Clinton, all the other wrongdoing. You know, Hillary Clinton stole $200,000 worth of furniture from the White House when they left for Little Rock in New York. And you know what they told her? Oh, just return it. It's fine. Now maybe they're accusing Donald Trump of taking a scrap of paper and they're going to throw him in prison. This is outrageous. And the American people see it for what it is. Matt, uh, how do people get to you on social media and how do they get to ACU? At M. Schlapp on all the social media outlets. And let me just tell you, Steve, this is a time for people to stand. This is not a time for people to watch and listen. We all know what's going on here. Matt, thank you very much, and thanks for such a great CPAC. Let me go to Mike Davis, Article 3. Mike, you're normally a steady Eddie on this, but on your um, on your uh, Twitter last night, you've been blowing people up. Give us your sense of what happened and what's to be done about it. So this is completely unprecedented, what the Biden Justice Department is doing to President Trump. Uh, when President Trump left the White House with 15 boxes, that is routine. He didn't pack his own damn boxes. Someone packed his boxes for him. And when he left the White House, he is still the president of the United States until President Biden, President Biden was sworn in. So if he left the White House with 15 boxes, he has the inherent constitutional authority as the president of the United States, as the commander in chief, to, de- to declassify any record he wants. So when he left the White House with 15 boxes, they're not classified anymore. So this whole idea that President Trump violate, violated some statute on classi- classified records is complete garbage. And what they're doing to President Trump is actually very, very dangerous. They're setting a very dangerous precedent where you could do a home raid of a former president of the United States. You can't do a home raid of anyone. You have to go to a judge. In order to do a home raid, you have to prove to a judge that a subpoena and working with the, the, the target of the subpoena would not cooperate or they're going to destroy evidence. There's zero evidence of this here. There's zero evidence. And they're doing this because there's a dispute with the National Archives, with bureaucrats of the National Archives, over whether these boxes should, these 15 boxes should be at NARA or in the presidential library down at uh, down in Mar-a-Lago or presidential, the former president's office down there. We also have to remember the every former president as staff, they have office space, they have secret service, they have secure facilities, gifts. And so there's there's no allegation this is going to get into the wrong hands. Mike, just hang on one second. I know you got to bounce, but I want to keep you just through the break. And I got another question on the other side. We've got Peter Navarro, Steve Cortez, Todd Benzman. Benzman's got a big, huge story that's breaking. All next in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, for our audience, which, as you can imagine, is quite large today, I want to make sure we're, what we're doing is trying to get as many voices in here as possible of really the front line of the fighters, the people that, as Steve Cortez would say, born for the storm. Okay, and so we're going we're getting we're going to get them back on on the evening shows, tomorrow shows, all of them to get much more reflective as we lay out. But people should understand we're going to war on this. We're not backing off one inch, and we're going to use every tool available to take apart. As I said on Friday night in in Dallas, take apart the administrative state, brick by brick. And they're not going. Every day is going to be Stalingrad. They, that's the tactic they pulled yesterday. Hey, you guys, tough talk. How about this a little smash mouth down in uh, in Marlago? Fine. I got it. We understand it. We're not surprised by it. Mike Davis, uh, extraordinary. It, it, would you have ever thought in a million years, given the fact you, you clerked for, for just Gore, Justice Gorsuch, you, you've been part of this apparatus, you, uh, you, know, you, you were Grassley's right-hand man. It, it, could you ever imagine a Justice Department going to a magistrate down in Florida and, and getting a raid with FBI agents up armored with weapons to desecrate a president of the United States House for the first time in the history of this republic, Mike Davis? No, this is uh, unprecedented in our 250 years as a republic. It's illegal. This is an illegal warrant. It was uh, it, it was not called for by under the case law. You, you can't do a home raid if you can secure the documents with a less intrusive through less intrusive means and it, it was unnecessary president trump was cooperating there was no allegation or evidence that he was destroying any of this evidence or putting it into the wrong hands this is this is banana republic level tactics from the biden justice department and attorney general merrick garland had to have signed up uh, signed off on this along with fbi director chris ray and so when republicans take the house in january they need to impeach both of these uh, officials because they have abused their office. We, we, we've seen a pattern with these two where they're willing to sick the FBI after every goofball and grandma who protest on January 6th. They're willing to sick the FBI after parents were showing up to public school board meetings in Loudoun County, Virginia, because they're angry at, at the, the, the school's policies as it relates to their kids. But they're going to ignore attacks on the Supreme Court. Uh, where people are showing up illegal intimidation camp campaigns at Supreme Court justices' homes, where they have to be removed from their homes, where there was an assassination attempt on a on Justice Kavanaugh, his wife Ashley, and their two daughters. We've seen them eviscerate 250 years of executive privilege, going back to George Washington, where the the President Trump's chief of staff, his trade director. His white, uh, his, his senior advisor, you, Steve, 
along with even his White House counsel, no longer enjoy executive privilege, something we've had going back to George Washington because they want to get Trump. This is the most politicized, dangerous Justice Department I've ever seen. And House Republicans need to hold Attorney General Merrick Garland and FBI Director Chris Wray accountable, accountable by impeaching both of them. Mike Davis, how do people get you on social media and how they get to Article 3? It's article number three project.org, article three project.org, and it's MRD DMIA is my personal, and article number three project is the, the uh, organization handle. So article three project, MRD DMIA, and article three project.org. And let's make sure we follow Mike Davis. He's, got, he's putting up a lot of information 24 7. Mike, thank you very much. Let's go to Dr. Peter Navarro. Peter, you've seen the blunt end of the FBI. Give, give us your assessment from what you saw yesterday. You've spent so many days, months, week at Mar-a-Lago. They desecrated one of the most iconic presidential residences in the history of this nation, sir. Steve, uh, when they put me in leg irons in solitary confinement on June 3rd, 2022, I said a couple of things. I said that I was collateral damage. I was not the target. President Donald John Trump was the target. And I also said that if they can come for Navarro and Trump, they can come for you. What happened yesterday has borne out everything I said on June 3rd. The noise here, Steve, is going to be all the pearl clutching and the wringing of hands about how bad what happened was yesterday. It, 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 but the signal here, Steve, and we must not get diverted from this, and no one has been more focused on this than you. We have to take the reins of power in November of 2022. We have to take the governorships, Carrie Lake in Arizona, Mastriano, Pennsylvania, Tudor Dixon, and Michigan. We have to take seats like Joe Kent in Washington, we have to put Mark Fincham in Secretary of State, Christina Corallo in Michigan. This is our focus, Steve. This is our focus because they are coming for us. And the only way we're going to stop that from happening, and when I say us, I don't mean you and me because they've already come for us. I mean everybody out there in Trump land. This is the most serious crisis. They've added now a political crisis to an economic crisis. And these people need to understand they have a razor-thin majority in Congress and at the White House, which was taken by theft. And you cannot do the kinds of things they do without expecting to split this nation asunder. So signal. Let's let's do what we need to do. Do what you do so well, Steve, and stay focused on taking the reins of power because this must not stand, sir. Doctor, we got to bounce, but I need everybody to go to Amazon. Tell people how to get the book, how to get the audio book. We're going to have you back on and go in much more detail on this, but you've laid out a blueprint. How do people get it? And then how do people uh, find you on social media because you're putting up great stuff all the time? Steve, Taking Back Trump's America is the book that's the blueprint and battle cry for doing everything I just said, taking back the House, taking the White House for Trump. 
You can go right to Amazon to get it, get the audio edition, which just has just been posted, or go to PeterNavarro.com, and you can peruse the whole site and learn about the legal issues. You can get the social media, get as the Twitter killer. But, Steve, you your speech at CPAC was seminal, and it was a warning, and this is a warning. But let's stay signal here. Let's Let's do what we must do. In November, take back Trump's America. That's the book. That's the mission. Admiral out. Dr. Peter Navarro, look forward to everybody's got to get this book. He's absolutely correct. That's signal, not noise. Okay. Next, I've got Cortez has written this brilliant piece, but I want to do something a little different because Cortez has been the first guy said with Navarro, the two eyes, inflation and immigration. I want to bring in the great Todd Benzman. Todd, walk us through this piece in the Federalist because this is signal. This is what's actually they're doing and trying to distract us with the police state and, and, and the jackboots. Before I bring in Cortez, because I need him to comment this, walk us through what this Federalist uh, report is and why people are not paying attention to it, sir. Well, people need to understand that a sea change has occurred in the migrant routes from the rest of the world to the southern border. It's been made faster, smoother, uh, in the in the words of the Biden administration, safe and orderly. That's what their whole goal is. And what I mean by that is we all know about the infamous Darien Gap, 10-day journey after a lot of shuttle diplomacy between the Biden administration, uh, Blinken, uh, Mayorkas, the Panamanians have opened up two shortcuts that now move it from 10 days to two days, very fast uh, track through the Darien Gap. So this whole idea about this, you know, arduous, dangerous, terrible 10-day deterring uh, passageway is now a two-day trip. And in order to do that, it took the Panamanian government to order its patrol boats, uh, Cinefront's patrol boats, to stand down and allow these migrant vessels to land further up the coast on the Caribbean side and on the Pacific side. This is a very important and significant change. There's one other very important and significant change as well, and that happened in Southern Mexico. I've been telling you guys for a long time, I've been down there uh, many times and watched it myself, that the Mexican government was using National Guard troops for the, since the Trump administration to block and slow the flow of migrants coming in from Guatemala. That is no longer the case. They now are issuing fast pass visas of three different sorts to everybody that comes in uh, right away so that they can head straight to the border. So between what's happened in the Darien Gap and Southern Mexico, we now have what I call a super highway almost straight to the U.S. border. And this is from the 150 countries other than Mexico and Central America. Remember, we have like 45% of everybody hitting that border is from somewhere else in the world. Uh, so so the, the numbers, in my opinion, should double, triple, quadruple from this point forward, uh, heading straight to the southern border, mainlining right to our D border. Mainlining, double, triple, quadruple. Todd, we're going to have you back on. Todd Benz is going to be at 6 o'clock tonight to kick off the show to go in details. Todd, until then, give your social media and your website. 
That's right. Right now, that piece is up on the Federalist under my name, Todd Benzman. I'm at T Benzman Getter. Follow me there. Uh, Benzman Todd at Twitter, CIS.org, Center for Immigration Studies. Thank you. A stunning development. Todd Benzman will join us back at 6 o'clock. Carrie Lake to kick off 5 o'clock. We're going to take a short break. We're going to have Steve Cortez. He's got a brilliant piece. Steve Cortez is basically saying, time for games are over. You've seen what the Biden administration is doing right now on the southern border, which will be Article 1 in their impeachment. The great Steve Cortez will join us next with Joe Kent and Carl Palladino, all next in the war room. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn in your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. and They have been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's all one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T. 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to get the free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action, action, action. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Support the fight for freedom by supporting the armor-piercing shell that is Mike Lindell. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Walmart threw him out of the big boxes. All the other big boxes fell in line. But you can get it by going to MyPillow.com, promo code WARM. All the great products of MyPillow, particularly the classic pillow, $19.88. Can't get it anywhere else. MyPillow.com, promo code WARM, plus hundreds of others of items. Most of them on pretty dramatic sales or buy one, get one freeze. Go check it out today. Okay, Cortez, the great Stuart Cortez. Steve, I wanted to wait for you to build up to this and, and, and quite frankly, have Benzman come in. Steve Cortez was the first one, looked at the nation in the eye and said, hey, this is all about the two eyes. Right. Inflation and immigration. I want to add a new eye, sir, to your magnificent piece you wrote this morning. Why President Trump has to go, and that's intimidation. The war room, engine room, I should right. tell you, gave me that. Said it's the three eyes now: inflation, immigration, and intimidation. Steve Cortez, what action should Donald J. Trump take today to respond to the desecration of his historic, iconic presidential residence in Mar-a-Lago, sir? 
Steve, I believe President Trump needs to immediately and formally announce that he is indeed a candidate for the presidency in 2024. You know, this is a time of great peril for our country, but it's also a time of great opportunity simultaneously. And at a time like this, at a fulcrum moment, Steve, I really believe that strongly worded condemnations, no matter how eloquent they may, may be, simply will not suffice. We need to take action because what happened yesterday at Mar-a-Lago was a despotic and tyrannical, tyrannical gambit perpetrated by an illegitimate regime, the Biden regime, against not just Donald Trump and against not just the America First movement, although they were both targets, but against really all of the American people, against precedent, against principles. And so the response cannot simply be words. It has to be action. And to me, the most consequential action that the president can take right now is to formally declare that you have raised the ante, you have escalated, you drew first blood, Biden, I am going to answer and I'm going to raise the stakes even further from there. Because make no mistake, Steve, where the Biden regime is marching in jackboots, I would add, they are marching toward a Trump indictment. Why? To connect this to the previous discussion, because they are failing so miserably on every aspect of policy, particularly because of the created crises, the two biggest created crises of the Biden regime, inflation and the immigration fiasco, because they are failing miserably on both of those massive issues, the two most dominant issues for the American people, they recognize that the most formidable and potent threat to their political power is Donald J. Trump. And so they are using every tactic at their disposal, Does, no matter how illegal, no matter how unparalleled in American history, every tactic to try to delegitimize him and ulti ultimately to try to disqualify him from taking them on. So given that reality and given the stakes here, I believe that President Trump would be well advised to announce today or as soon as is practical, let's make it formal, let's get it on, let's have this fight. You, you agree that this whole fiasco of the spending and tax orgy, everything they did over the last couple of weeks, they've done the polling already. They understand that's a Washington right. story. It's only going to add to inflation. It's me. It, 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 you've done a great job at the underlying economy. The bottom's falling out for average Americans. At the same time, that's why I wanted Ben's been on, on before you. They've created the super highway now to jam as many uh, illegal right. aliens up here as, as, as possible. Their efforts have failed. You're saying you believe that they've got one lesson. That's total lawfare. Am I hearing you correctly? Correct. That's exactly right. Just police state tactics right now because they know they can't argue on the issues, right? So that is why they are reaching for this incredibly desperate um, and reckless gambit. And, and that's what it is. Now, on its face, they want you to, uh, they want it to appear powerful. Well, federal agents show up armed, right? To overtake at least temporarily the president's residence. But the reality is this is an act of desperation and we need to see it for that. But I also believe, Steve, to your point about the American people are not going to be fooled by a few legislative wins that have been rammed through by Pelosi and Schumer. The American people are suffering right now. That's not my opinion. That is their actual reality as reported by poll after poll. And so another reason that I believe Donald Trump needs to get in this race sooner rather than later, and I would counsel immediately get into this race, is to reinvigorate the spirit of the American people, because we know that consumer confidence right now is at an all-time low in the country. The country is in a very bad place in terms of spirit and optimism. There is angst and anxiety pervasive across the land. That action last night is only going to deepen that despondency. But 
we can fight against it. And no one can fight against it more powerfully than Donald John Trump. Thankfully, we have in President Trump the greatest counterpuncher in all of political history. I refer to him as the Floyd Mayweather of politics. Nobody can counterpunch better. It is time for President Trump to effectively deliver a political right cross directly yep. back at the Biden regime and at the ruling class to say, your actions do not intimidate us, to your point of the third eye, and these actions will not stand. I will win the presidency. The American people are going to reign again. We are going to fix the messes you have created, including immigration and inflation. And ultimately, there is going to be hell to pay. There are going to be actual consequences this time for these crimes against the American people. By the way, I've advocated, as you know, you and I both have advocated strongly that you should they should announce should announce strongly and immediately. I think you should announce today. You're right about counterpuncher. Here's the other thing. Besides announcing and getting on with the campaign, you actually can because of command by negation, this kind of military uh, tactic, military strategy also used in, in 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 hostile takeovers. He could he could actually grind the Biden administration to an absolute standstill. Grind it right. down to uh, absolute standstill. That's what we have to announce. The beginning of Trump's Trump's presidency would be six years, not four. You do it today. Then we right. take the House. You got the appropriations. Okay, hey, Steve, just hang on for one second. I'll bring in the great Joe Kent. Joe, first off, give an update to our audience on where we actually stand uh, on your on your drive to victory in Washington three. And then I want to ask you about the jackbooted Gestapo tactics of yesterday. Get our audience up to date. Where are we in your race, sir? Steve, so great news. Uh, yesterday, as the FBI was raiding President Trump's uh, house in Mar-a-Lago, we had another ballot drop. We surpassed Jamie Herrera-Butler. We are up by about 1,000 votes, 960 votes. Uh, there's still about fifteen to 20,000 votes in play. Those are all game day uh, votes right now. So we're feeling very strong. A lot of smart people like Rich Barris, People's Pundit, are saying that uh, our path to victory is, is pretty clear right now at this point. So we're not taking anything for granted. We're still out there uh, helping people cure their ballots if they need that done um, and, and really just staying focused on getting rid of Jamie Herrera Butler. But as of right now, we have made the primary. Uh, by the way, I think Dave Wasserman over at the Cook Report is saying that I don't think he's quite to saying I've seen enough. I, I'm not sure I saw that, but he's saying he doesn't see a viable path uh, for your opponent, whose name I always refuse to say. Uh, is that correct? Is, is other people besides Richard Burr saying they don't see a path because these are game day votes? This is the war room posse that shows up on game day, the MAGA deplorables that are voting and, and it's breaking for you well over 50%. Is, is is that math basically correct? That's correct, Steve. These have been, by and large, in our favor. They're game day votes. Uh, Wasserman and a few other pretty prominent leftists, uh, the uh, the deputy for the Washington State uh, Democrat Party also, he agreed with Wasserman's assessment that there's no way that Jamie Herrera-Butler uh, comes back from this. So as of right now, we have, uh, we've won the primary, we'll advance into the general as long as these next 20K votes or so shake out. It's going to be a nail-biter. I think it's going to come down to certification on the 19th. So this is unfortunately far from over, but we are making uh, steady progress and things are looking good. Uh, Joe, talk to us. Give us your assessment of the jackbooted nature of the Gestapo, the FBI Gestapo yesterday, and Steve Cortez's brilliant piece up on his Substack that we're pushing out about President Trump essentially announcing today and getting on with it, sir. 
I think that'd be amazing if President Trump announced today or as soon as possible. I mean, look, I think that this just shows everyone what many of us have been saying for a very long time. We're at war. The left isn't the left of, you know, 10, 15 years ago. These guys don't care about winning arguments anymore. They're not playing politics. They are playing no holds barred, seize every single lever of power and wield it. And so the lesson to us has to be that, number one, we have to unify. The primaries are almost all done. Yeah, primaries are hard fought, but we need to bring together the America First movement. We need to bring together Republicans. We need to unify. And then when we take back power in 2023, we have to play smash mouth. That's not just oversight. It starts with oversight, but then also using the appropriations process to withhold funding from these agencies until we start to see real reform. And it's not just going to be reform. We're going to go after the people that have violated the law. We know many people, AG, uh, uh, the sister uh, Merrick Garland and many others have violated the law and we need to start going after them. And if we're not going to see real consequences, we withhold funding. That's the tools that we have. That's the power that we have. And we have to wield it accordingly. Uh, Joe, people, the Warren Posse want to follow this 24 seven. So how do they get to your social media, how do they get to the campaign to make sure they're on top of this? Yeah, please go to JoeKentForCongress.com. Our fight's far from over. We're going to advance into the generals, what it looks like. So we're going to need everybody from the posse to support us. We're also building up the war chest for potential legal action if need be. Um, also, if you live in the district, make sure that your ballot has been accepted. Uh, go to uh, Joe Joe Kent, uh, 16Jan19 at uh, Twitter, Gitter, and uh, Truth Social. The, the audience wants to know. Yesterday, you had to go. You had to go square your ballot away. Did Joe Kent's vote for Joe Kent actually clear? It did, Steve. Yeah, I went in. I had to uh, fix my signature. It's a pretty easy process. You just got to watch the website. Um, it went yeah. down, fixed my signature, and then I saw later on the day on the website it had been accepted. So that's well, why checking that website for, is so important. Good, good for the folks in Washington checking that signature. Okay, Joe Kent, thank you very much, sir. Thanks, Steve. Cortez, uh, you announced today, talk to me about Kent and Russ Vote. We've had a, a, a range of people, Ambassador Grinnell, uh, Gates, right. everybody talking about the actions that need to be taken to set things right here. Besides the political process of actually running, what is Steve Cortez's recommendations to what needs to be done to take on the administrative state, sir? Well, other than President Trump, which, again, I think that's the most immediate and consequential uh, step of action to be taken is President Trump announcing. But other than that is to be laser focused on these elections. We need America first warriors, people like Joe Kent. I think John Gibbs in Michigan three is another example of, at the House. There's a lot of them in the Senate, a lot of them running for state houses around the country. But we cannot if, if there's one takeaway, I think, and there's a lot of takeaways. But if there's one regarding the election, regarding this current election season that we're in, one takeaway from last night that I hope all of the America First deplorables will, will absorb. It is this, that we have no time for corporatist, milquetoast Republicans. We are no longer in a political debate where we are debating marginalia and we agree with the opposition on sort of fundamental first principles. No, as you very presciently laid out at CPAC days ago, Steve, we are in a cultural and political war. The other side recognizes that and the other side is willing to use any tactics at their disposal to defeat us. We need to, I'm not saying we should use any tactics, but we need to embrace the mentality, unfortunately, 
that we are in a cultural and political war. And, and to fight it, we need people who are willing to be brave like Joe Kent. We need them in the Congress. Simply taking over with a Republican majority that ends up being a Paul Ryan-style House majority is totally inconsequential, will not heal uh, the wounds that have been inflicted upon this country by Joe Biden in the last year and a half. So I think we need to realize what time it is in this country. We need to realize the stakes, and we need to realize to elect candidates who recognize as such. And again, to me, the foremost candidate is Donald Trump himself. Uh, look, again, we did not ask for this escalation. Uh, our opponents brought on this escalation. Why? Because they recognize how weak their political position is because of their policy failures, because of their created crises. But now that they have brought this escalation, Steve, is it incumbent upon us as patriots to meet it? The hour is late and we're looking for those born for the storm as Cortez said. Steve, what's your uh, social media? Yeah, please find me uh, at Getter. I'm at Steve. And please read my substack on the reasons of why Donald Trump should announce immediately. We're pushing that hard. Cortez, thanks. Carl Paladino joins us on the other side. Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to my website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. Now, what is that? This is a long-term storage food, the kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. Well, it's not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around $3 a meal per person. Let me repeat that, $3 a meal per person. But years from now, when food prices are sky high, you'll be eating well for only $3 a meal. In other words, you lock in affordable food for years to come. And right now, you'll save $150 on a three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. These three-month kits with My Patriot Supply are in stock and ship fast with free shipping. This is an investment that will pay dividends for years to come. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. That's preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now okay make sure you go to mypillow.com promo code war room support the great american uh, company up in minnesota by the way primary day today you've got uh, doug wardlow you have the great royce white a lot going on in Minnesota today. We're going to be checking everything out in the evening show, also in Wisconsin. The intensity there only builds. I wanted to finish uh, this morning's show where we brought in kind of one of the front line or many of the people on the front line of, of this fight, everybody from Ambassador Grinnell to Congressman Gates uh, to Boris, Steve, uh, Cortez, Navarro, Vote, Schlapp, and many, many more. But I wanted to finish with um, with uh, Joe Kent and uh, finish with Carl Palladino. Carl is running for uh, Congress in New York right now in a very tough race. I think that primary is on the 23rd. Carl, you're actually a personal friend of the president. I call it yesterday the day will live in infamy uh, with the desecration of 
one of the most iconic presidential residences in the history of this country. First time ever a, a presidential resident desecrated by jackbooted, uh, basically paramilitary FBI going there on on some phony thing about the National Archives. Carl, give us your assessment of knowing Donald Trump as you do, of of where his head would be at today, the fight in him, and also what you intend to do in the United States Congress to set things right. I think it was a big mistake, big mistake, not only disgusting, but way out of line for these people to go after Donald Trump. Donald Trump is probably the most talked about person in America today. And Donald Trump is going to serve another term and he's going to he's going to come in and he's going to clean up once and for all this, this deep state nonsense for these people to go on and on and, and, and continue to pick at him. And, and and then to take a bold move like this is impeachable. I mean, to 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 I promise that on day one in Congress, I will bring a resolution to impeach not only Biden, but also Garland. OK, for their misfeasance. This this is a terrible, a terrible crime that they've committed in and in, in, uh, uh, to, to use the American government and to use our administrative <coughs> uh, FBI and. DOJ for this purpose is 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 just terrible. Uh, Carl, we, I just want uh, Carl, hold on. I just want to make sure I got this right. You're saying, as a congressman, one of the first things you will do will bring uh, articles of impeachment or, or want initiate an investigation into to make sure you got the information of a, impeachment on both Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, and Joe Biden. Do I hear you correctly? Nobody, nobody believes Steve that that Merrick Garland acted without the uh, the. Pre- the approval of Klain and and Susan Rice, uh, because I mean, in my book, uh, Joe Biden's incapable of making a decision in today's world. I mean, the man's incompetent. He should be. He should be. Should have been taken out of office long before this. He doesn't have it. Uh, uh, we've all we all recognize it out here. We can't stand two more years of this man. He's got to go. It doesn't matter who his replacement is. At this point, this man can't make a cogent decision. On, on something as simple as as uh, 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 this this situation that's arisen at Mar-a-Lago, you don't you don't go into the backyard of a serious presidential candidate, all right, and take advantage of him like they did, and take all his papers. I mean, the president of the United States, by the way, has a lifetime top secret clearance. For him to hold on to papers is not a crime. Right. And, and I don't know exactly what the situation is as to his negotiations with the National Archives. But certainly the National Archives has no right to claim to make claims and, and to send the FBI in to to confiscate all of his papers. That's the, that's just way beyond any. Carl, Carl, Carl go, given the fact that you're going to win this primary and then go on to the general, would 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 you support President Trump? Are you one of us that want Trump to announce today that he's running for president in 2024, sir? Yes. Uh, yesterday would have been better. Yeah. As soon as he can do it. OK, let me ask you about your opponent. You're in a you're in a throwdown up there. The uh, rhinos, the establishment, don't like much about Carl Palladino. What's your response to that? T- tell me about the, all the attacks that have been coming with you. What, what, what is the best case you can put forward to the folks up there uh, that you are the best candidate, uh, not, not just to win in November, but also to represent them and what will be a Republican majority? 
those that know me know that I don't mince my words. I, I have convictions very similar to you, and and my convictions are, are what I voice. I voice for the people because that's what I hear from the people. And I'm not afraid to confront government. I'm not afraid to confront the press. Uh, I confront all of them, and, and I'm, I'm having actually having fun doing it because I, I get a personal joy out of it. But the, the, uh, uh, the idea of me winning this is it's a foregone conclusion. I'm going to win this race against his name is uh, Langworthy, and he's a, he's a typical egotistical politician from, uh, uh, from the Buffalo area who is uh, the New York State uh, Party chair and uh, is using his office, his office's resources, and his office uh, uh, personnel uh, to advance his candidacy, which is very unfair and very, uh, and, and we will continue to disclose on that. Carl, how do people find out more about your race and how do they follow you on social media to keep up with this? The primaries, I think on the 23rd, so we're down to the short strokes. So how do they, how do they get to your campaign and how do they get to your social media? Carl Palladino.com. Carl Palladino, it's a big fight. We're going to follow this one closely. It looks like Joe Kent's crossing the finish line as the victor in Washington 3. Carl Palladino in a throwdown against the establishment in the Buffalo area in New York. Thank you very much, Carl, for joining us and your insights into President Trump as a close friend of his. Thank you. Okay, uh, tonight, 5 o'clock, uh, Kerry Lake's going to be on here. We're also going to be packed with other people at the forefront, at the cutting edge of this fight. But his who's most important to be the cutting edge of the fight, you, the audience. The reason the war room has power is because of the audience, an activist audience. You need to take action. One thing, go to precinctstrategy.com right now. We need everybody to get involved, get engaged. We've got so many different moms for liberty. We're going to be putting them all up, push them out all day on social media. Become engaged. The attack on Mar-a-Lago yesterday was an attack on you and the American people. They fear you. They fear anybody that steps up for you to give you a voice. Remember that. But what you have to do is become a phalanx. The way you do that is to sign up, get engaged, put the channel changer down. Okay, back at uh, 5 o'clock tonight, Carrie Lake and a cast of others as we all go to the ramparts. See you then. Let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 
They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.